Hello and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Today, we will go through Psalm 108 and we will read all 13 verses. My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make melody with all my being. Awake, O harp and lyre, I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is great above the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth, that your beloved ones may be delivered. Give salvation by your right hand and answer me. God has promised in his holiness, with exaltation I will divide up Shechem and portion out the valley of Sukkoth. Gilead is mine, Manasseh is mine, Ephraim is my helmet, Judah my scepter. Moab is my wash basin, upon Edom I cast my shoe. Over Philistia I shout in triumph. Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Have you not rejected us, O God? You do not go out, O God, with our armies. O grant us help against the foe, for vain is the salvation of man. With God we shall do valiantly. It is he who will tread down our foes. You know, after more than a hundred psalms, you will notice a common thread that goes through all these psalms. While there is a variety of expressions in these songs of praise and worship, there's always a returning to who God is, His faithfulness, His might, His love, and goodness. It was always a return and an anchoring to the hope that we have in God. You know, this psalm is a classic example of that. In fact, the whole psalm, it would seem, is a combination of the conclusion of two other psalms. Two other psalms of David, Psalm 55 and Psalm 60, would serve very slight variations only. And, you know, when these psalms have a recurring theme, and some even a repeat of previously written psalms, why do we go through it? Why do we need to read the psalms, meditate on them, and pray them again and again, despite the recurring theme? Psalm 108 gives us a glimpse on why these recurring themes in the book of Psalms are a valuable daily accompaniment to the life that we live. In uh, Psalm 108, in verses 1 and 2, uh, the, the, the psalmist was expressing a confidence in those two verses. It says, My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make melody uh, with all my being. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. You know, there was a steadiness David was expressing. And while that confidence seems like a normal thing, we need to see it with a backdrop of what was going on at the time. It seems like a regular psalm until we reach verse 6 where it hints at the danger the psalmist and the community were facing. Verse 6 says that your beloved ones may be delivered. Give salvation by your right hand and answer me. You know, in the midst of such danger and peril, the cry of the psalmist, David, was this, my heart is steadfast. You know, there's a reason for that, a certainty as to why he can be steadfast. In verses 3 and 4, we see the foundation of David's confidence. 
He was saying here, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is great above the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. You see, David's confidence was anchored on God, on his love and faithfulness. God's love, the Bible says, is steadfast. It isn't changing. When we say it's steadfast, it doesn't change. It remains steady no matter what we have done, whether we are great examples or not. Just think about the life of David, of how badly he fell, how often he messed up. Yet his cry, you know, as we see in these Psalms, is always a reflection of who God is and God's faithfulness. It was never about his own obedience and faithfulness. It was always about God. How about us? When we face danger, uncertainty, tragedy, and loss, what is the cry of our hearts? Do we remain confident and steadfast? Or do the circumstances we face challenge the internal peace we ought to have as children of God? Our confidence in life should always be anchored in who God is. Uh, the Psalmist David shows us that example. In confidence, he was already declaring thanksgiving to God because of who he is. That same knowledge is what caused David to progress to the next part of his psalm. In the midst of the danger, uh, they were facing as a, as a people. In verses 5 and 6, it says, Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth, that your beloved ones may be delivered. Give salvation by your right hand and answer me. Here, the psalmist now lifts the name of God and prays that his name may be exalted. Uh, he, he knew the salvation of their nation was intricately connected to God who he is in his dominion over the nations. You know, in the midst of the danger they faced, David knew one thing. God's name will always be exalted over the earth. You know, at the end of the day, the name that is to be lifted is God's name. It's not ours. The salvation of Israel was connected to the glory of God, to his name being exalted over all the world. <coughs> in their time, that had to do with God's sovereignty being expressed through uh, Israel's own sovereignty over the nations. Therefore, even when faced with a deadly foe or enemy, they held on to God and declared his name exalted over all. You know, the verses that follow uh, in verses 7 to 9, they actually are a declaration of God's promised victory over their enemies. Moab, Edom and Philistia were actually enemies of Israel to the east, south, and west. And here, David was recounting through song God's promise of how he will deal with these enemies. How about us? In the midst of the very things we hold dear and sacred being threatened, what do we declare? Do we shout aloud our fears and anger? Or do we, do we pray and declare who God is and the unchanging purpose he has for us, his people. Let us learn like the psalmist to declare God's word over our circumstances. As David ended the psalm, he cried to God and declared in verses 12 to 13, O grant us help against the foe, for vain is the salvation of man. With God we shall do valiantly. It is he who will tread down our foes. You see, David recognized that ultimately, the help they needed was from God. For vain is the salvation of man. He knew that they needed God's help more than ever 
and recognize that the kind of salvation God gives was not just a, a rescue from their distress. They understood that God's help did not just enable them to survive, but to have victory. God's help enables us to thrive in life and not to survive the daily grind. You know, in the midst of everything we face in life, we need to have faith that we can overcome and finish strong. Not because of anything good we can do, but because when we cry out to God for help, He hears us and will be true to His word. At the beginning, um, we asked, when these Psalms have a recurring theme, and some even a repeat of previously written Psalms, why do we go through it? Why do we need to read the Psalms, meditate on them, and pray them again and again? Yes, uh, it is the Word of God, and as such, we need to have it so ingrained in our hearts. But beyond that, that reason, why go through seemingly the same theme again and again? You see, there will always be something in life that will shake the foundations of what we believe. When such times come, we need to have such a depth of deposit that we remain immovable, such certainty that enables us to cry, my heart is steadfast. Knowing who God is will always keep our hearts in place. Well, the whole world may be tumbling down, um, our minds may be racing to and fro, struggling to make sense of the things happening around us. Yet, when such days come and we think of who God is, our heart remains anchored and in place. Thus, again and again, we will keep going back to the Word, declaring the same thing over and over, who God is, faithful, mighty, and unchanging. Why don't we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you that in you, we can be anchored, that in you, our hearts can remain steadfast. And Lord, I pray, even today, Lord, for all your children listening in on this morning prayer and worship, that you would keep our hearts in place in the midst of life's uncertainty and challenges. Lord, I pray that you would be the one to minister to your people this morning and that you would remind us that the things that truly matter are all anchored on you and that you remain unchanging. And because of that, we can be secure. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for your steadfast love and faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's worship God together. Oh, come let us adore you. Oh,
Well, thank you again for joining us this morning. And as we go our separate ways, I want to speak the blessing of God upon all of us. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift His countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you. Enjoy your day. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you'd like to watch these messages every weekday morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.